War Eagle. This is War Bloggle. It is Bloggle Spot number 221. A special National Signing Day version of Bloggle Spot. Haven't done this in a week or so. Not sure why. Just haven't. Um, we are live on Periscope as I'm recording this. Obviously, this will become Bloggle Spot 221 later. Uh, we've got about 50 people in here. Y'all are either bored, ready to talk about signing day not tons to talk about honestly and basketball wow periscope really jumps a lot it just said i had 50 people then it jumped down to 41 so either i made nine people mad really quickly or it's not consistent and whoever's giving me all those green love taps good job um all right if i sound weird on the mic just let me know i'm, I'm still testing this thing out uh and i'm trying to work the mic mount so I can just sit here and talk. All right, I'm getting some, yes, NHG2K says it's better than studying. Yes, even though I've been out of school for 15 years now. Wow, I am old. I'm really not. But yeah, the, the best thing, I remember my mom saying this, the best thing about getting out of school, even when you had a job, was not having to do homework not having to worry about your job anymore or worry about what you had to do that night. You know, like, you could just go eat, go do whatever you wanted, go to bed. Now that I have kids, it's kind of back to that again with sports all the time. Speaking of, Baby Bloggle had a basketball game tonight. His team is currently undefeated. Um, he's in the 4th through 7th grade league, which is the first year where they play real basketball full court, full rules, everything. And he hit the game-winning free throw in overtime. Pretty awesome. He actually had the go-ahead points uh, right before the end of the game, and then they went down and made a free throw to tie it up with one second left. Then he, uh, in overtime, with uh, 20 seconds left, tied up with one of their biggest guys, got the jump ball, then got fouled the next play. He tore it up. Anyway, let's talk about uh, NHG2K. says, future Auburn player in baby bloggle. Eh, I wouldn't say in basketball. He's got my ups, my size, which is very ordinary white guy. Um, but he is pretty good at baseball. He can hit the ball, so I think our future might be there. And baby bloggle, too, can absolutely smoke the ball for a six-year-old. And now I'm just bragging on my kids. So, let's talk about National Signing Day. And let me pull up the National Signing Day running post that was mostly maintained by Auburn Einstein today because my real job and other things were not good for Signing Day. Um, so, I don't know if Auburn Einstein's here. I told him, I asked him to get on. But, you know, he's like a prima donna. He, he does what he wants. So, let's just recap the day. Um... Let me pull this over here so I can see what you guys are saying. So, one thing about signing day that it's always sort of bothered me. I don't know if it's a bother. It's it's my fault. But I work from home, and I don't always take the kids to school. So, I'm not always up and at them at 6 a.m. in the morning. Uh, and in the past, signing day was almost like a fourth done before I even woke up at 7-something. You know, it, it was always... You got those, you had the kids that were, that are now that your early signees, 
that were that are always that are already there basically and those guys then like bonex let's say for example back then five years ago he would have sent in his his letter at six o'clock and i wouldn't have seen it till i got a rolled out of bed as a lazy bum but now that's all done it's like that six o'clock part is six a.m uh signees are done in december so you know i woke up today i was like oh yeah it's signing day what's happened and i looked and i was like okay nobody's done anything i realized it was kind of gonna be a sort of light day uh, and i kept looking i was like hmm okay cameron brown he's not gonna say anything till 1 30 or so uh but then at about let me pull up the post at 8.04, he signed with Auburn. Cameron Brown, brother of Derek Brown. Um, so, uh, that was expected, but it's still a big get. He's, I think he's a three-star linebacker. Might play H-back. Part of me there, I probably shouldn't say this, but part of me there wonders if we offered him just to keep Derek or if Derek came back just because his brother was here or vice versa or the same thing. I don't know. Either way, he's here, and it's good to see. And he looks just like him. Um, so then, about an hour later, George Pickens, who decided not to have his signing day announcement at the school with all the other Hoover High athletes, went to the Hoover Met, it looked like, and had his own press conference and picked Georgia. He, uh, there's, you know, there's word, rumors, whatever you want to call it, that he's not going to qualify, which... If he picked Auburn and then didn't qualify and went to JUCO and then picked someone else, which happens a lot um, two years from now, I think that would have hurt worse than him going to Georgia today. So there's a lot about around about, you know, what's he going to – is he going to qualify? Is Georgia going to make him qualify? Is Georgia going to do whatever? But a lot of the players, Anthony Schwartz, Coynes Miller Jr., they tweeted a lot of stuff this morning that they probably got in trouble for, um, basically insinuating Georgia paid – we knew what was happening. Like Auburn, basically, Coinus said Auburn might as well just start paying people because other people are. Uh, Anthony Schwartz, you know, tweeted a money bags emoji, and you know, I'm pretty sure they got in trouble for that. Not that it was necessarily wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's something that Gus didn't like to see. But anyway, Pickens, he he has played the game. He's been committed for two years, but he is, you know, any chance he got, he was posting pictures wearing other team stuff. His Twitter header photo has been a Georgia logo or whatever for weeks now. So it was somewhat expected. He took the last little bit of bait that Georgia gave him. Uh, I saw him speak right after his, his announcement, and he pretty much said all these individual things, like, he didn't. Say, he did say something like, "We want to go win a ring." Well, what ring is Georgia won? They won the SEC last year, but um, was it last year? No. Yes, yes, they beat us. Um, but I don't think he was talking about that kind of ring. But then he just w- went off on this list of All-American wide receiver, Belitnikov, blah blah blah. It's like if you're that good, you could probably do that anywhere, right? That that doesn't take Georgia. So, and it said a lot that he pretty much just said. I want to go do all these things for me. So, whatever. 
I had already kind of accepted that he wasn't going to go to Auburn, and I, if he did, I kind of felt like he was going to be a Duke Williams or Kyle Davis where they're awesome. But with wide receivers, there's always some sort of drama. Every good wide receiver is somewhat of a – like I mean like a five-star stud, top of the whatever, best wide receivers out there. They're always filled with drama, and Auburn hasn't done well with those. So, let's go down. Uh, 10-20, Charles Moore. He was four-star D. He picked Auburn, and that was kind of the first semi-surprise. Like, it wasn't the one we knew we were going to get for sure. Um, he was considering Florida, Mississippi State, and Florida State. Um, so, four-star added. It made that the day kind of feel a little bit better because people were saying, oh, we lost Pickens, and we don't have an offensive line, whatever. Today, the day's getting worse. It was like, really, just because of a wide receiver? Whatever. Um, so that was good to, to get him, Charles Moore. He is – he did say some interesting things. Let me pull that up. Um, he was talking about it was good for him to go to Auburn basically because if he went to LSU, which I didn't think he was – let me make sure that was more because I didn't think he was uh, considering LSU, but I think he was basically saying if I went to LSU um, – I was going to get in trouble because, you know, there's too much stuff to do at LSU. And Auburn's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Pulling it up right now. Yeah. Moore said this. Moore said, uh, this is Tyler Horka on Twitter, which is a Mississippi State beat writer. Who is a Mississippi State beat writer? Moore says if he wanted to live a flamboyant lifestyle, he would have went to LSU. Should have been, whatever. He feared he would, quote, unquote, get into trouble at a school like LSU. He says choosing Auburn is a decision that will allow him to allow him to focus on playing professional football someday. That's good to hear. Uh, he went on to say Auburn wasn't the place initially that I wanted to go because it's in a secluded country area. That's good, I think. I wanted to live a flamboyant lifestyle, but actually going to college isn't about that life. When you go to college, that three to four years is to set you up for the rest of your life. If I was to go to LSU, me being the person that I am, I probably could have gotten in trouble or something could have come up. Things could have just happened. I feel. I actually feel like Auburn is where my blessing is. That's good to hear. It wasn't. It was about him, but in a good way. You know, they're always making this decision for them. That's fine. That's great. That's what it is. It's a business decision, as they say. But um, wait. I'm reading the, some response to this. Somebody said Cam Cam Newton wasn't flamboyant. And AU Chief, friend of the Bloggle, same birthday as me, said, in fact, no, he didn't have a car, rode a scooter, and was never seen out in town. That is very true. I think I, he went to Sky Bar one time. And it was like some major function. Um, so that's funny. But anyway, that, that's good to hear that this guy's like, I'm going here to focus on going to the NFL. If I go to LSU, I'm going to be surrounded by people who could get him in trouble. So... Good pickup on the uh, on Charles Moore. A uh, Auburn Einstein tells me to turn commenting on. Commenting is on. Maybe you need to log in, Auburn Einstein. Let me say that. Sorry, we're Google chatting as we periscope. Um, I just saw Chuck in Sports said. Okay, I was reading all that, and now people have said a lot of things. Chuck in Sports says, give me Seth Williams. Yes, Seth Williams over George Pickens. Fine with that right now. 
Marcus Woodson did some work in Mississippi this this year recruiting. Yes, we'll go through and see some more Mississippi boys. Um, and Chuck in sports also says to tell Charles Moore, don't tell him you can get in trouble in Auburn. Just ask Duke and Kyle. Exactly right. And Hambone, 77 U.S., says, LOL, this guy knows he was going to get caught on Bourbon Street. <clears throat> I thought you meant Auburn's Bourbon Street, but no. Bourbon Street in Louisiana. So, I didn't see that. We got Auburn coaches reacting to Charles Moore's commitment. They were just cheering. Then, we've got Mark Anthony Richards. No, not Mark Anthony, the old man that they chiseled a statue out of. Four-star running back Mark Anthony Richards. I believe he was from Florida. Uh, picked Auburn over Florida, Georgia, Miami, Penn State. I actually watched that ceremony. They, uh, yeah, he's from West Palm Beach, Florida. Wellington High School, four-star, 6'1", 195 pounds. I saw he was also at 200 pounds. But he, um, I saw, I watched his commitment uh, ceremony, and they had all these, they had swimmers, they had four other football players, and then they had him sitting right in the middle with all these cameras and microphones. And the coach was really nice and complimentary about him. And he basically said he was all state, all county, all blah, 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 everything. And he quickly said, Auburn. So I did notice there was one kind of weird thing about this. Um, he whispered something to the head coach right before he announced. And then, like, as soon as he announced, Auburn posted a, the graphic about it. And you can see all this at warbloggle.com. You can see the graphics and everything. And that's really weird because typically Auburn – Auburn, well, not typically. Auburn does not post anything about it until they've got the facts letter or the facts in, um, if they still do that. Uh, so part of me thinks he was whispering to the coach because he kept kind of pointing off stage, whispering to the coach to tell whoever to send the letter or send the facts or send the message or whatever because Auburn would not have posted that because they posted it while he was still on stage. So – I don't know. That was just kind of funny to me. Um, and then on the vid on the on the running post, you can go see there's a video of the coaches reacting. Um, Cadillac in there, still kind of funny to see because I mean he's he's an Auburn guy, but he really hasn't been around Auburn a lot. He did come back and get his degree, but that was just for a few months. And you know, it, it's not that I kind of get I almost somewhat forgot about him not not really forgot about him but he's just one of those guys that's not always around I mean like Bo's around a lot more than him but also you know Bo's a millionaire and has nothing else to do he does stuff but you know what I mean <coughs> Chuck in sports says Mark Anthony was whispering about bringing the kid out that's possible too because there was a kid in his lap right afterwards all right that was 12. That was about 11.30 this morning, Central. And then at 12.30, Kamar Bell uh, picked Auburn over Florida State. Uh, big offensive lineman. He was one of the – he was a three-star offensive guard, 6'3", 320 out of Moultrie, Georgia. So he probably smells like chicken. That's because the Tyson chicken plant is in Moultrie, Georgia. I don't know how or why I know that. Well, I played a gig in Albany, Albany Georgia once, which is kind of close to Moultrie. Not really, but – a guy from Moultrie was there, and he told me that. Um, all right, sidebar, I want to answer this. Uh, 
Who's this? Logan Pierce, 17, on Periscope, is asking, thoughts on Hunter L. Johnson? Um, I once threatened Hunter L. Johnson with a trident at the at the at one of the Warblogger tailgates. I believe it was the 2013 kick six. Um, Hunter is a Bama fan. He says the same things I do. He gets people riled up just because it's funny. I think we both strive off of, of idiots and we know how to make them come out of the woodwork. Maybe that makes us feel smarter about ourselves if we can make idiots mad. But really, Hunter and I are almost the same people, just on different sides. I'm a lot better looking. I'm smarter than him. Um, I'm more successful than him. No, I. Hunter L. Johnson is the quintessential example of if you hate somebody on Twitter, which at, <coughs> there was a point in time where I probably was like, I sports hated him or Twitter hated him. You know, like I didn't really know him, but I was just like, I hate this guy's tweets. But met him in person, met him at a tailgate, seen him a few times, and he's fine. You meet people from Twitter that you hate, nine times out of ten, you're going to realize, hey, this guy's just like me. He's just tweeting things that I don't like to hear, and it's usually sports-related. So that's my thoughts on Hunter L. Johnson. Uh, Auburn Einstein's finally here. Thanks for joining. He was so smart he couldn't get in and see the uh, comments, but whatever. He says racism in the periscope. What, what was racist there? I said something about being a normal white guy earlier. What did I say? It was racist. I don't know. All right, we got we're down a few people in this in this post. We got to keep going. Um, so at one o'clock, one o'clock, the midday recruiting up, update. Thanks to Auburn Einstein. Um, Auburn had moved up two spots in ESPN's number fourteen. They had moved up four spots, number twelve in Rivals, and they were at number twelve on twenty four seven, and had stayed there. So they had not moved. Um, that was after Kamar Bell. So pretty good. Uh, you know, considering everything's terrible. Then at 145, Jamie Robis, Robinson. Uh, Auburn Einstein, get on here. You have a typo. It's not Robinson. It's Robinson. Uh, he picked South Carolina. Never even thought about him. Didn't know who he was before today. Um, but everybody knew he was going to South Carolina, and he did. Then Ira Henry picked at 215, picked FSU. It was between FSU, Florida, and Auburn. Uh, he's an offensive lineman going to FSU. As of this point right now, Florida State has one quarterback, and his name is in the transfer portal. So, <laughs> so sorry, I'm reading the comments. Um Oh, I get it now. Oh, so, chicken, the chicken comment about smelling like chicken. Because <laughs> he's from Moultrie, Georgia. That's why, you idiot. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, what I was saying was, Ira Henry is now going to Florida State to block for nobody because... 
their one quarterback they have is in the transfer portal. So not sure what he was he's doing by that. You know, a lot of stuff sure, Auburn would have taken him. Great. Three star, six five, three twenty quarterback or excuse me, offensive tackle from Saint Louis, Missouri. They would have taken him, sure. But his other offers were Florida State and Illinois. Or that was his top three spots. I'm like, Illinois? And we also have Indiana, Iowa State. I know I know Auburn needed off, needs offensive linemen next year, but are we really worried about that, Matt? Here's the problem with Periscope. When I say something, it doesn't really come out on Periscope for probably eight seconds or so. And I'm reading your comments that are probably then 15 seconds after I said something. So it's kind of hard to know what I'm doing here. I uh, know what you're talking about because, oh, over nine soon. Wow. Oh. If you're listening to this on Vlogglespot, meaning later, and you can't see these comments, just know that you need to see the comments. So that means next time, download the Periscope app, put on the alerts for my channel twitter put on the alerts for my tweets and you will see you'll get an alert when i'm on periscope and you can open this up and read these comments like auburn einstein saying that's what she said and calling me racist so all right and then the last signing today of the day was that 3 10 p.m octavius brothers really cool name he goes by oc um or Oc. i don't know auburn says octavius Oc. Or OC Brothers, Oc kind of sounds more like Doc Oc. Um, he is a six-two, two hundred and thirty-pound, three-star outside linebacker from Southwest Brevard County, Florida, Rockledge High School. Um, he was getting looked at by North Carolina, Syracuse, UCF, Appalachian State. That's just in alphabetical order. I'm hoping. No, that's that's kind of the bigger names. Ole Miss, Tennessee, NC State, Miami. Not the greatest names. I always go by that. Uh, but, you know, Courtney Taylor was a one-star. I always say that. Um, so he he was a guy we needed, a guy we wanted, and we, we picked him up. He, he helped the rankings. Um, and it, it was, you know, it's not like he was a – a, uh, he hurt the rankings or somebody we didn't want. We obviously wanted them. Auburn Einstein, I thought you said you posted the, the rankings to this at the end. I mean, I need to tell the rankings to the people. You tweeted that, that we moved up in all three phases. All three um, phases. Uh, what am I trying to say? Recruiting services. Sorry, this is a very wide open flying by the seat of our pants thing. Oh, yes, good point, NHG, 2, 3K, whatever. Mark Antony and Octavius. That is some old Greek whatever stuff right there. And thank you, Carrie J. Mack. You love chicken, and you weren't offended. That's good. It's good. Chicken is good. I had chicken tonight. After Baby Bloggle hit the game-winning free throw, I went to uh, Louie's Chicken Fingers in Opelika, and that's owned. That franchise is owned by Gene Chiswick. Chiswick's Chicken. So, uh, does anybody other than Auburn Einstein not putting the rankings on here like he said he was going to? Uh, 
does anybody want have any questions? Don't ask me what do you think the impact of so-and-so will be because I'll just say something. Because, I mean, we basically got six guys today um, and five guys, excuse me. We're still waiting on the Arkansas. There's an Arkansas wide receiver uh, graduate transfer that we're trying to get. But we got five days and uh, five days. Sorry, I'm reading th 12 things right now. ESPN, we're number 12. And so that means we moved up two spots since lunchtime. ODSPN. Rivals, we ended up 13, so we, ended, we went down one there. 24-7, we moved up to number 11. So I'd say we're a, we are a, um, we're a 12, basically. 11, 12, 13, that's average. I know averages. Um, Chuck in Sports sent me a message on the uh, side that says, why are all the Periscope messages? You might notice if you're looking, sometimes when someone says something, then there's a scantily clad woman account that says the exact same thing. It's really weird. It's like there's these bots that just copy comments, and it's a girl in a bikini. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Tweet like French said, I saw Gene Chizik's son signed to Furman Cali he played against Opelak a few times saw him many times he had multiple interceptions in one game I remember in 2010 we were in the airport we were in Las Vegas we had not slept since the, since the game we got on the bus in Glendale rode back to Vegas and went straight to the airport our flight was at 6am and we were just sitting there and I was watching videos um, this was kind of the early days of Twitter and all that, so it wasn't always good and great. But I remember there was a video of Callie Chiswick, Chiswick's son, at like 10 years old. Yeah, well, that'd make him about nine, nine years old, dancing in the in the locker room with T. Zach, Terrell Zachary. And now he's going to Furman. That's pretty cool. Mason Ryan says, how did we not even fill all 25 spots? Is that common? I don't know if we've filled 25 the last few years. Um, I don't know why that is. Uh, maybe they can hold them over. I honestly don't know. I, I I think about recruiting two days a year, and that's both the signing periods, signing days. Clemson hasn't had a number one class of Dabo, typically between 5 and 15. Yes, I was saying this today earlier. I was going to tweet about it, but I didn't. Uh, Alabama, you know, great consensus number one class made history. They say that every single year. They made history with this class. What does that even mean? You're right. They made up history. These recruiting services are very, fairly new. So all these rankings and all that kind of stuff, there's nothing to compare it to 10 years ago. So, yes, they made up history to say that Alabama made history. Um but I'd like to remind everybody, I don't think Alabama was number one last year. I think Clemson was, or someone. Not Clemson, because we just said they weren't. Um, somebody tell me who was number one last year. But last, uh, last year, Alabama, I'm not sure if you noticed, they, they've had at least two number one classes in their roster right now. Um, does anybody remember who did not win the national championship this year? That's right, it was Alabama. They did not win the national championship, and I guarantee you there's at least two, maybe three, number one recruiting classes on their uh, roster. So, again, 
Nick Saban is a great recruiter. But if you have all those players, yes, Georgia was number one last year. If you have all those players and ever lose any single football game, I don't care which one it is, you're not the greatest coach ever. You're a great recruiter, and you're a great putter together of a of a of a system or a, a, a coaching staff. But if you lose any game with that, with those players, you can't be that good. It is inexcusable for anybody to lose a game with that mean with that many five stars with that you know rankings don't always matter but you've got that many it's kind of hard to say hard to miss that that much that many on one team uh, let's see seminary's granddaddy it's an interesting name. B-Mark, Brandon Marcello said we would have been number six to pick and sign with Auburn. That would have been nice. Yes, if that number mattered. Like, okay, we're 11 without Pickens or six with Pickens. That does not matter. All that matters is Pickens is here or not here. If you care about recruiting national championships, again, Alabama's won quite a few of them and still not won the national championship every year. Thoughts on Holt Mrs. Hall today? They're cheating. Uh, coaching matters, Chuck in Sports says. You're correct. Uh, is UGA's payroll higher than Bama's now? That's probably... They just know what to do. Nick Saban is the great finder of loopholes. They have had to make multiple rules to get a, to stop Nick Saban from his loophole finding. There was a point where you there was a no-contact period. You couldn't talk to recruits. Well, he started doing Skype calls. They had to cancel that. He, that's what he does. George Pickens is not was not going to qualify. I'm hearing, I sound like a, a journalist here, I'm hearing that George is going to do whatever it takes to make him qualify. And I've heard what they're doing, and it's a loophole. So, I'm not saying their payroll is higher. I'm just saying Kirby learned from Saban how to do things. Uh, Auburn Einstein says Warblog's expectations for Bama are higher than his expectations for Auburn. No, I'm just saying if you recruit that way, Alabama should never lose a game. I think Auburn can win every game they play. Brandon Marcello said Ole Miss was the biggest surprise today. Yeah, it was surprising. I'm surprising they're cheating this quickly. If, Bama, if Ole Miss is cheating, then what is Bama and UGA considered to be doing? Ole Miss... When they had, uh, I was about to say Quan Joe. When they had um, Kim De- Kim Dichi, I hadn't said that name in a long time. Kim Dichi, is that right? They went from being uh, extremely excited about three stars to having multiple five stars on their team. Hugh Freeze is not that great of a recruiter. I get teams are always going to have a little bump. UGA is getting their Kirby bump and then their money bump to follow it. All of a sudden, Ole Miss is just right back into the number three running back in the in the nation. I get he's from Oxford, but still picking them over Alabama or Clemson to go to Matt Luke's team. Who wants to go play for Matt Luke? Tell me. Raise your hand right now if you want to go play for Matt Luke at Ole Miss. Anybody? I get we're not all five stars in here, but does anybody? Or there might be a five star. If you're a five star in here, give me 20 love taps. Um... I think Georgia's still 
a bit mad about Papo. Tweet Light Prince says that. They write in full force. Yes, of course they're going to be mad about it. It's just, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty obvious what kids want to do, what 18-year-olds want to do. We get kids from Georgia. Georgia gets kids from Alabama. Kids want to go somewhere else in a lot of cases. That's all it is. And it's a, to Pickens, Georgia is far off compared to Auburn and Alabama. And he can go have his fun away from mom and all that. So, Lane Meyer said, Hugh Freeze got the first four-star to sign with Liberty in its history. I saw that <clears throat> and actually tweeted to somebody today. Liberty, if they stay just like they are right now, with the money backing they have, with having a decent coach in Hugh, Hugh Freeze, in 40 years, if football in America is still around, football and America is still around, Liberty will be in a Power 5 conference. They have more money than most teams. They've got a huge backing. They're now showing already that they can get a four-star player to go there. They will. In, I'm just saying 40 years to be safe. It could be 20 years. I mean, all it's got to do is take three good recruiting classes and they're big time and they can move right into a big conference. I mean, I would say like ACC or SEC. And don't act like the SEC now is what it's always been like and it's untouchable. Tulane used to be in the SEC. Georgia Tech used to be in the SEC. 40 years is a long time. I would maybe say Tulane was in the SEC. No, not 40 years ago. God, I'm 36. Wow. Uh, only thing Ole Miss, Chuck and Sports says, only thing Ole Miss has is tailgating debutantes and money. You're exactly right. Kerry J. Mack asked, do you think UJ told Pickens to hold his announcement until signing day to hurt Auburn? Eh, I don't know. There's always kind of those weird games, recruiting games, and boy, do I have one to tell you when things happen. I don't know, but um, I don't know. I kind of, it seems like Auburn always is the one, well, I was going to say Auburn's always the one to get flipped on, but really a five-star is never really flipped on Auburn like that Jane Meyer says why does NCAA not care that Saban gets every single Bama player Dodge Charger again there's some loophole there that it always happens it's small potatoes to them and I think as we saw this uh, this past week uh, with what NCAA did to Missouri they don't really have any standards on punishments and all that Jay Cerniak 95 says, do you think Pickens will qualify? Not if he was going to Auburn, but it sounds like Georgia's going to make it happen. Because apparently he had a long way to go, and they don't seem to be bothered by it at all. So, do we want to talk about basketball? The game last night, Florida? And do you like Periscope? Should I move this over to Twitch? I like Twitch. You can do more with it, but Periscope is simple. I can do it from, well, I can Twitch from my phone too, but that's here. There's a poll. Can I put a poll in here? No. I wish I could. Answer in the comments. Should I move this to Twitch and start doing it there? That way people can subscribe. They can favorite this channel. 
They could even gasp, donate to it. Maybe I can put my GoFundMe account on there since that ruins people's lives still to this day, five years later. Tweet like French says, yes, Twitch. Okay. I do have a gaming channel. I just never played on it as Warboggle. You can try to find the other one. Is Bo Nix the guy to beat at QB? Uh, probably. He's probably the best overall quarterback we have. Joey Gatewood's been in the system a little bit longer. He's a little bit bigger, more experienced, a little bit older. I don't think Malik Willis is the answer. I kind of like him just as a player, as a, a change of pace. But I think Joey Gatewood and Bo Nix are the two to, to fight over. NHG2K, I love the defense we played against the Swamp Lizards. Yeah, it was a tad better. But they still never missed a shot. I mean, they shot 56%. They shot 100%. Well, 56% in the first half. 100% from the line the whole game. I've never seen more contested shots made in all my life. Uh, DeQuinn or something like that says, so is there any chance that Gus could go after someone else that will benefit the team? I mean, I think all they're trying to get right now is still the, the wide receiver graduate transfer from Arkansas, which everybody seems like that's a done deal. It's just not happening yet for timing reasons or whatever. Um, <laughs> Petway is his name, yes. Chuck in sports. Logan Pierce says, big time road game versus LSU coming up would be a huge win in terms of NCAA tourney seating. Yes, and it would also be the first win over a ranked opponent this year. Auburn has some – Auburn's losses aren't terrible. South Carolina kind of hurts, but they're still at the top, near the top of the SEC right now. Uh, Duke obviously doesn't hurt. Kentucky definitely doesn't hurt now. One-point loss, and now they're just tearing up everybody like you thought they might, like they do every year. They're never good at the beginning, and then they turn it on at the end. Um, but Auburn still should have won that game without Wiley. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was trying to look. Somebody brought up LSU. I was just talking about that. And I was looking up. They were playing Mississippi State tonight. And it looks like they came back and won. They were losing to Mississippi State, and they won 92-88 to on the road in overtime apparently uh, so I was kind of hoping Auburn would they would lose and Auburn could come up on come up on them and they'd be down they should have lost to Missouri last weekend remember they were up four, down 14 and one down 14 with like two minutes to go then who did they lose to I don't remember um, who was it I don't know but they're one of those teams that everybody says is like so so good Yep, they hang around like number 21. Like everybody, Bruce even says they've got an NBA talent, probably one of the most talented teams in our league. I realize 21 out of 400 basketball games, basketball teams is still high, but I mean, they're acting like they're Tennessee or whatever. But yeah, going down there and winning would be a huge win for us, especially after we won three in a row, got them rolling on the, on, at the home. We need to go on the road and win a big game. And we can if we shoot like we did against Missouri, second half. Auburn Einstein is, is um, he, he says he's for whatever platform has I am barning hard. Um, I am barning hard is, is an embarrassment to all of us. 
I'm just kidding. He's he's fine. Whatever. I'm trying to see if he'll get in here and join, but he won't. Um, you're right. Auburn, Einstein. Auburn was Washington was ranked when we beat them. They're not anymore right now, and it wasn't on the road. But Auburn, Washington was ranked when we beat them. We beat them by 22. Hey, we can talk about that real quick. Auburn won two games last week by a combined score of by 50-something points, 54 points maybe. I tweeted about this the other day. They won the games by that much, two games. During the week, you know, they were like number 26 the week before. They were 26 the week before. Then, you know, they dropped out just a few points from being ranked, but dropped out 26th. They win two games. Alabama, who's beating Kentucky. They're not a bad team. Beating Kentucky. Uh, beating some other half-decent teams. Ole Miss. Um, and beats Missouri pretty bad. And Auburn drops two spots for doing that. So, I understand it's a ranking. It's changing. Other teams are doing things and whatever. And it's probably more about that than what Auburn did. But you drop two spots after winning by 55? Not to mention that. I mean, you can kind of blow that off. Washington was ahead of them by two spots. They were number 26. Took Auburn's spot not two months ago, one month ago, however long ago it was. Auburn beat that same Washington team by 22 points. It's pretty simple. I mean, I get, you know, a lot of times there'll be a huge upset. You're not going to jump that team from unranked to ahead of, like, the number five team that they might have just beaten. I get that. But if you're that close, you're two spots away, and you beat that team by 22, it shouldn't even be – that's what's so stupid about polls. And don't – nobody in this – you'll be kicked out of this periscope forever if you say polls don't matter. I don't care if polls matter. If they're doing them, they need to be done right. That's just – and they do matter. They, that number is going to be – those numbers are in people's heads. They're in the committee's heads, the humans' heads. When they're making their decisions and they're whatever, subconsciously they're going to think, okay, so-and-so beat so-and-so, and this so-and-so was ranked this, and blah, blah, blah. It, it happens. And you're right, Tweet Like French. We had the largest victory margin in Auburn Arena against an SEC opponent. That's, that's pretty big. But it got – people looked at, oh, they lost three in a row on the road without Austin Wiley, and one of them was a one-point loss to Tennessee – or, excuse me, in Kentucky at home. And – it's like they were still being punished two weeks later, and people ignored what had just happened. So it's stupid. Let me. Uh, we're holding strong at around twenty people in here. Uh, uh, somebody just said polls don't matter. You're about to get kicked, M. Honey. Oh, it did actually. I could reply or I can report you. Um, let me tweet this out. We need to get some more people in here. Um, okay, ask some more questions while I do this. Is this good for boggle spots? Because, you know, I'm going to have this recorded and and talk about it later. Does Are people going to want to hear me answering this? I guess they kind of are, but sometimes I'm sitting here just talking and only you guys that are here live know what is going on. I don't know. Whatever. Am I 
MacBook is being really slow all of a sudden, probably because I'm running 700 things on it. And one of them is a streaming software. So, if this is choppy or slowing up right now, please let me know. Alright, any other um, signing day questions? I was going to talk about basketball, and we kind of just morphed the two. Oh, wow, it's getting slow. Here we go. You can replay Periscopes and see comments. Yes, you're correct, Chuck and Sports. But I'm just saying for the people who listen on Bloggle or, you know, that's on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all those, you go back and you listen, and you're going to be listening to me talking about Periscope. Tweet like French. That's why I like Twitch. You can save your streams and people can watch your chats. Yes, again, I, I like that part. But if I'm saving the audio from this like I am, and I put it on Boggle Spots, SoundCloud, where they're just going to listen to it. I guess that's just an extra way to listen. I don't care. Thinking the hiring of Cadillac helped getting Mark Anthony over to our side. Sure, I mean he's the he's the running backs coach, so obviously he liked the coach and he wanted to come here. I'm not saying it's all Cadillac or it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't Cadillac. But yeah, it worked. Where is tweet deck so I can tweet this out? That's what's killing this. All right, I'm going to I'm seeing some tweets here. Uh Should I say, I was going to say, I'm kind of retweeting out the, the link to Periscope, and I was saying that we're still going strong. I've only been crawled racist once. Is that good or is that not good? I don't know. That's the problem with me not really showing my face and my setup here. And that's the thing about Twitch that I feel like it's more, obviously Periscope is for video as well, but I feel like it's more uh, video centric on Twitch. But, you know, if you can't see me here, I'm like at my computer tweeting and whatever. You're just hearing silence when I'm doing it here. So, whatever. I'm just rambling while I'm tweeting and whatever. What's wrong over here? Come talk about basketball and football players that smell like chicken. Is that going to be racist? <laughs> Chuck in sports tells me to uh, on my Slack channel, don't you wish you were on that, uh, that I should wear an Albie mask. Albie is not a mask. No, I'm not one of those people that acts like Albie's a real thing. What I'm saying is you can't take his head off. It's all connected. You unzip it from about the back of the neck down, and you put your head in the entire suit. Lee Corso doesn't understand that. So I'm looking, LSU, one person on LSU scored seven points in overtime. Mississippi State scored five points in overtime. That's good.
retweeted it out. All right, more. So, uh, AU Superfan. Auburn Superfan. Okay, we can talk about that. Let's get him over here. Golf Whiz Kid. Y'all know Auburn Superfan. The guy who screams and used to scream in front of the student section. He wears the Auburn, the orange blazer and the shirt that looks like a Auburn vest and tie. I sat next to him at the Alabama game. That was fine. It was fine. There was nothing bad about that. Fighting him now. Sorry. I, since it's dying down, I'm inviting people over here. Um, this is going to be terrible for podcast listening later. But just deal with it, please, for a second. Basketball team just needs to make the tournament healthy. That's it. You're 100% correct. Handbone 77 US. Um, in our uh, Warbloggle Slack channel, I'm trying to expand Warbloggle. Spoiler alert. Um, but I have a Tennessee guy over there. And it, it, uh, he says that Auburn is one of those teams like Tennessee was a few years back with Pearl that they had a few losses they probably shouldn't have. But they're the type of team in the tournament that if they get hot, they can go pretty deep because Auburn win, and it's usually at home, that's the problem. When they get on their little streaks where they hit a three, get a steal, drive, dish out, hit another three, get a steal, get a dunk, get an alley-oop, all that kind of stuff. It They kill a team's psyche. And in a tournament, it's kind of like it's all or nothing. And teams, when they get down like that, they're like, okay, our season's over. So they're one of those teams that can really just like – they did it to Alabama. Um, Alabama kind of came back in the first half, but they took them out of it in like two seconds. After Alabama's – run that got them back to within three in the first half. Auburn went on like a 17-2 to two run, and it seemed like it only lasted like three minutes. They can do that. Problem is, it doesn't happen away from home a lot. So, Auburn needs to play like they're in Maui. And that's the good thing about the tournament. It'll be in places like that, semi-neutral. Um, both teams will be new to the court, hopefully. Um, so it, it, tournaments do set up a little bit better for Auburn's current situation. They don't play great in front of hostile crowds right now, and but they can beat anybody. They almost beat Duke, so yes, they can beat anybody. Uh, winning the SEC tournament would be nice, yeah, but I don't know how many people put that a ton into that. That would be awesome. It really would, but I don't know if people put a ton, teams put a ton into that. Um, do I think Pickens had an under-the-table deal with Georgia? I don't know if it was money, but it was something. Uh, Chumo Key is the best player in the SEC. Don't at me, Chuck in sports. Uh, he's, I think he's the best, most versatile player on the team. He is just still scared to take over, and I think it's all about just him being a nice guy. Like last night, he kind of took over a few times. He There was one play where he spun twice, one to the left, one to the right, and then dished out to – Samir Dowdy and he had a three, which was awesome. But it was like, dude, you were half a second from a posterizing dunk on some Florida dude. But he, he did drive, go coast to coast with a layup last night and got fouled. So he's got it. He is, he is, I think he's 
you know, he and Wiley were, Wiley was on the the under 18 USA team and Chuma made the tryout, which was still like top 20 at his age. I don't think he made the team or he got hurt or something like that. But I think he is more versatile than Wiley for sure. Wiley's just a big dude. But Chuma's got to take it over. Uh, stay healthy and dribble in HG2K says yes Auburn has not been able to dribble away from home I've been over this a hundred times Patty Devin says thinking of not renewing tough season tickets after 30 years what is wrong with me I don't know what is wrong with you are you one of those that's like as long as Jay Jacobs is here I ain't paying another cent well he's gone hey golf whiz kid is here that's Chandler. That's Auburn super fan. Sat next to him at the Alabama game. Uh, we didn't really fight. There's no reason to fight. We're both good Auburn fans. Uh, okay, I want to go back to this. Patty Devin. Patty underscore Devin is still keeps saying, I'm just done. Why are you done with thirty after 30 years of buying season tickets? I don't, I just want to, I want to have this conversation real quick. And I see you golf whiz kid. We'll talk about it. I promise. Okay. We're having silence now. Patty, are you typing? This feels like an intervention. Patty. Patty, are you Devin? It's Patty underscore Devin. Is your name Devin Patty? Is your name Patty Devin? Because it looks like a guy in your picture. Not to say a guy can't be named Patty. I know a Pat. Come on, Patty. Talk to me. If Auburn continues to have active hands on defense, we will go deep. Tucker Rainey says that. You're absolutely right. When we steal, when we turn the ball over, we get those lobs, all that kind of stuff, it's golden. Vloggle, did I watch the state game tonight? Chandler, no, I did not. I caught like five seconds of it before I started doing this, and then I just saw LSU won in overtime. Kind of hoping Mississippi State would win. It's you can I can make myself feel good about anything. I kind of wanted LSU to lose so they'd be down when they played Auburn, but then you could also look at it as they're mad and they know they got to turn it back around. Patty, you just said the words LSU. That's all you said. I'm asking why you're you're oh you're not you're not gonna redo your tickets because of the LSU games the last two years where Auburn did go cold on offense, probably semi-on-purpose, but it didn't work out because LSU scored the game-winning touchdown on a, on a punt return with two blocks in the back that didn't get called. You're not going to renew your tickets because of that. And then this year, they won on a last-second field goal from over 45 yards. Is that is that why you're not? And now Patty says Mississippi State. Mississippi State where they gave Mississippi State a touchdown and took Auburn's touchdown away. Patty Devin, what happened in these games? I just said it. LSU, we lost on a last-second field goal to a team that ended up being in the top five most of the year, top seven really in the last few weeks. Mississippi State, no, they should not have beaten Auburn. We had a dropped punt by Ryan Davis that should not have happened. And then LSU, I mean, Mississippi State got a free touchdown before halftime. And then we had a touchdown taken away 
That was a 14-point swing. I think we lost by, what did we lose by? 13? 14? 12? So, do what you want with your tickets, Patty. I really think your name's Devin, but your username is Patty underscore Devin. So I'm calling you Patty. Do what you want to with your tickets. But two games that had some unfortunate things that happened to Auburn's against Auburn, that if they hadn't happened, Auburn still was going to win regardless of how you think they played. I mean, Auburn did enough to win both of those games, I believe. Even more against the better team, LSU. So, really bad officiating. Really weird whatever. For whatever reason this year, Auburn, the kickers against Auburn were like lights out. Okay, Patty. I, Patty then says, who's to say it won't happen to us every year? You Okay. You said you've had your tickets for 30 years. Has it happened every year? Do we lose to LSU like we have the last two years every year? Do we lose to Mississippi State every year? If you've had your tickets for 30 years, I'm guessing you're probably at least 50. So I don't want to talk up to my elders this way. But, Patty, it's football. We have fun. We like Auburn. It's Devin Patty. Okay, Devin. <laughs> Sorry. I was, I've just been a character for the last two minutes and it felt like I was on I don't know um, sounds like a cop out kind of like Pickens yes why Chandler why are you asking me if I watch the state game tonight did something go on did I miss something was there someone tweet my name on the screen let me get let me get Facebook in on this Again, this is terrible for you people listening to this on on SoundCloud or Apple or Google Play later. But um, it's a fun Periscope. I'll be honest with you. I, I think we need to be with Devin right now. Devin, you can't... I know they were infuriating endings. We shouldn't lose. Oh, Golf whiz kid, good basketball game with OT. No, I missed it. I I just saw that they won and the LSU won it overtime. And that one guy scored seven points in overtime for LSU and Mississippi State only scored five. So let's go back to what Golf Whiz Kid said. Golf Whiz Kid, I don't know what to call you. I got three names. Golf Whiz Kid, Chandler, or Auburn Superfan. He went to Hoover. He just graduated from Auburn University. And he said about George Pickens, George is an addition by subtraction. Keep in mind, this is a guy who went to the same high school. Horrible teammate this year at Hoover. Saw it firsthand, in his opinion. I've heard very similar things, and that usually comes with wide receivers. I don't know what wide receivers have in their brain. I don't know. You know, it's T.O., it's Ocho Cinco, it's whoever. They're always drama queens. They're always prima donnas. I don't understand what it is. I mean, running backs touch the ball more, probably get a little bit more pomp and circumstance, yet they are a little more, you know, sometimes they're flashy, but nothing like wide receivers. And it definitely seems like George Pickens fits that mold to a T. And that's why 
deep down, I mean, I don't say these things because if you picked Auburn, I'm going to pull for him. And if it doesn't work out, whatever. But if it's, you know, I don't, I was not bothered when he said he didn't come here because I kind of just had that feeling. And I'm usually have that, I'm usually right about that feeling. I'm not bragging, but the guys in 2010 that robbed the, the trailer and all that, Michael Dyer and that whole crew, not Michael Dyer specifically, but that crew, all those guys, every single one of them, I just never had a great feeling about them. Uh, well, I can't remember half their names right now. Goodwin. Um, I don't know. But I don't, I didn't have, I mean, Auburn is not a place for for prima donna five-star wide receivers. It's just, it's just not. It hasn't ever worked that way. It's just not that kind of place. Yes, it's good to have five stars. Yes, it's good to have a lot of good talent coming in. That's that's awesome. That's why Alabama wins most of the time. That's why Clemson's now winning. It's why Georgia's starting to win, yet not win anything. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, I like when Auburn, again, I'm going to say this again. I know we need good players. And Auburn has great players. Auburn has the best players, caliber players, it's probably ever had as a whole. And they have to do that to keep up because that's the name of the game in the SEC. But I like getting a one-star Courtney Taylor and then him turning out to be one of the best. That's what I like. That is Auburn to me. They're, pull back the curtain a little bit. I coach a bunch of baseball teams. I've coached since Baby Bloggle, who's in fourth grade now, I've coached all of his teams – I coach travel teams. I coach all those. And there are two ways to do travel baseball. You can either take what you got and make it good, or you can go out and get a bunch of studs. Yes, you need a few studs. You're, you're always going to probably have one. You're never going to really just be a bunch of scrubs. But I would rather be the team that get, that takes the kids in our area and turns them into a winning team. And I feel like that's what Auburn is. So that's, I don't know. That I don't know if Auburn made me that way or I want Auburn to be that way because that's how I am personally. But that's it. So back to Devin. Devin says he drives three and a half hours for, for Florida, from Florida for home games. Why? Because are you driving there to watch Auburn win? Or are you driving there to experience Auburn games? Obviously, they're better when you, when they win, and they've done that more than most, more than off, more than not. I did a thing a few years ago. Um, I've been to about 140 straight home games at Auburn, starting 2000 in 2000 against Wyoming. Uh, when I started at Auburn, that was my first year, and in 2013, uh, I hit my 100th game. It was Florida Atlantic between Georgia and the Kick Six. I think that's right, yes. So, in that 100-game span, Auburn won 80 games. So, 80 and 20, 80%. Pretty good. I mean, it's not 94% like Alabama probably has been over the last 100 games. Uh, but 80% at home is pretty good. And that's just at home. So, whatever. I go to the games, A, because I live right here. But I would I went to every uh, – half of those were when I lived in Birmingham – and had to drive 
two hours and do all that. You go to Auburn for the experience. You go to Auburn because you love watching the games. Yes, you want to win. That doesn't mean losing is fun. People, There's two types of people, and one of them is only worried about winning, and one of them is only worried about – or not only worried about, but is worried about having a good time and experiencing the things you love about Auburn. And I'm that one. I mean – Yes, I want Auburn to win. I get really mad when Auburn loses. I go crazy when people do things, when referees make terrible calls. I don't like to lose. But it's more than winning to me. It's hard to explain to people who don't, who who go there just to watch Auburn win, and if Auburn doesn't win, they want everybody fired. Fire everybody. F-H-A-R, fire everybody. Yes, it's, you want to win. That being, having fun, experiencing the whole day and all that kind of stuff and enjoying that day like that doesn't make losing okay to me it's not okay so I mean it's not I I shouldn't have said that it's not two different people because that makes it two different sides it's really not because it's almost like America today you're conservative or you're liberal and you're all the way on the far edge of both and there's nothing in between at all and that's how some people think. The people who think Auburn should be Alabama and win every single game and do nothing, do whatever it takes, like Alabama has done anything other than hire Nick Saban to make that happen. Like they're doing other things. They're not doing anything else. They just have Nick Saban. And he's done all these other things. And tell me any other team in the nation who's done that. So you've got tons of people in the middle. Yes, I'm, I don't like when Auburn loses. It doesn't kill me anymore, but I still hate it. And so you can enjoy Auburn. You can drive three and a half hours from Florida to an Auburn game and spend the money you've spent for the last 30 years and enjoy those times. Now, if you're just walking into the game from the car and going home, that might be a time where you say, eh, I'm probably not going to do this anymore, but not just because they lost a few games you didn't like this year. So, yeah. Golf Kid says, 33 athletes signed together at Hoover today. George had to have his own ceremony. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. I think it was at the Hoover Met, and it looked extremely boring. So, I mean, that says all you need to know. That's something that that a prima donna, whatever, has to do. NHG2K says, Auburn is worth the experience no matter the outcome, in my opinion. Yes, and I understand that you don't like losing while you're still saying that. Uh, Hambone 77 says Gus has the toughest job in the country it could be worse Alabama also has cracks in foundation yes he does I mean these people that are just like I don't care win I don't care what you got win toughest schedule in the world no I don't care go win yet then you'll act like I don't know I'm just throwing somebody out Chris Peterson who coaches in the Pac-12 and wins most of his games like he's a better coach just because he's got an easier schedule I always go back to this. I don't know why, but, and I love where this is going, by the way, and I don't know where Auburn Einstein is, uh, but um, Steve McNair was a really good quarterback in college, really, really, really good, but he played at Alcorn State, who plays teams like Samford and whatever, whoever, and he's really good, but when you put him up against the the level of competition that the other teams, the other players that were up for the Heisman, 
they, he wasn't even. I mean, he was he was kind of up for the Heisman. That's kind of why he was so uh, famous, I guess. I mean, that's why he got to the NFL. He was that good. So at a small school like Alcorn State, they were able to see him there. But uh, it's like you look at him and go, okay, I understand why he didn't win the Heisman. Yet you look at somebody like Chris Peterson and go, okay, he's a better coach than Gus. Well, first of all, Gus beat Chris Peterson this year, but just for that example of him, he plays in a soft conference, a softer conference. He's going to win more games, even though he didn't really this year. But people act like he's a better coach because he's got less wins, and they don't look at anything else, or he's got less losses. They don't look at anything else. Just, he wins. Well, I don't care. He wins. Well, I don't care if Gus has the worst schedule in the history of the world every single year. Hey, he better win them all. Or we're going to find somebody who can. Well, that's the biggest problem. No, you won't. I hate that it always has to go to that anyway, but no, you won't. You've got a historic thing going at Alabama, as stupid as it is, as overblown as it is. It has nothing to do with Bear Bryant at all anymore. I like how they like to... Bro- keep these things, put these things together. They're not. Nick Saban and Bear Bryant have nothing to do with each other. It's just two coaches that went to the same school. Um, but you got a historic thing going on over there. you got his protege now at Georgia. Who's, Georgia should have always had these kind of recruits, but they didn't with Mark Rick. And now you've got the, the new coach bump with Kirby, who knows all the loopholes Saban used. And it seems like you've got it coming from two places now. You had to worry about Alabama. Then now you got to do it with Georgia. And it's like, well, what's Auburn doing about this? Well, they're, they've beaten those teams. I mean, they blew both of them out. Or they blew one of them out last year and beat the other one by two touchdowns last year. So, I mean, you, it's like you can't be happy when, it, when they do win because you're so mad when they lose. You let the loss kill all the wins. I don't know. Uh, DeQuinn says, I know we have a brutal schedule, but do you think we can have a chance to surprise them all? I mean, I've always said this. Auburn should or could win every game they play. They're not at a level where they're lower than anybody to me. They can win every game they play. This Jalen thing and coaches are about to catch up with Bama. It all can't stay perfect. You're right. Saban's on the way out. Whether you want it or not, every want to believe it or not, every year he's getting closer, obviously, because we're all getting closer to death. I just got one second closer to death. How morbid is that? Uh, Saban's one step closer to getting out. Um, and he Jalen left because he's unhappy. Tua didn't look unstoppable near the end of the year um, and then all the coaches are leaving because they don't like coaching there because he's just so negative and whatever um, so it, it's not going to last forever losing that bad in the national championship game people are going to try to turn it around and make this the revenge tour year Saban's on his way out and if he, lose, if he wins he'll retire blah 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 it doesn't matter. It's he's he's it's trending downward as much as you want to as much as they want to say, oh, this is the dynasty is not dead. Nobody's saying. First of all, it's not a dynasty. That's stupid. That's a thing in sports. It's stupid to me. Second of all, he's not. 
it's not untouchable. It's not unbeatable. Auburn beat them last year. Clemson killed them this year. They're not. And again, they should be with all the five stars they get from signing day, but they're not what everybody acts like they are. They're very good. They win most of their games, sure. But it's not like we can't just have a good team anymore. It's always got to be greatest ever, best thing you've ever seen. Don't even try to talk about it. Don't even think about it. They're going to kill you. You better not say anything negative or they're just going to put it on you. Whatever. Hambone said Saban's coaching style is getting old and people are starting to get tired of it. I guess so. I like how we went from National Signing Day post, went through that. We talked about chicken. We talked about basketball a little bit. Now we're talking about Auburn fans who can't just be happy. Now we're talking about how Saban is whatever. Not saying that NHG2K says, not saying that Tua isn't good, but Saban gets system quarterbacks that look better at Bama. I said it before the championship game. I said it multiple times. Tua, I'm sure he's fine. I mean, whatever. But if you have 25 seconds to throw the ball and your wide receiver is five feet, five yards past the defender, it's pretty simple. Then Clemson tore him up. They knew how to stop him, and they did. And Georgia did too. So... It's not that hard when you have five stars all around you. That's why we've gotten to, it's always hyperbole. It's always just amazing, 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 amazing. Oh my gosh, the greatest thing ever. It's like, can we just take three steps back and look at something? I just noticed on Twitter, uh, someone posted the 2019 team recruiting rankings based on 24-7 recruit rating average. And I don't know why the ranking isn't that anyway. I don't know how they put that together. But Auburn is number six in that. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas. Texas out of nowhere. Oklahoma. Wow, Texas is number three overall. Ohio State's number 14, but they're number three in this ranking. Auburn's number six, but 11th in 24-7 rankings. So what does that mean? Recruit rating average. Oh, it's because, and that's what's stupid about this. Like, Auburn is semi-being hurt because they only got 21, yet Texas or somebody might have gotten 25 because they had more spots to fill. Or just, you know, they just how it worked out. They kind of almost, like, add up the points. It really should be more of an average of what you have. So, Auburn has the sixth best class based on recruit rating average. There you go. Uh, Clemson made Alabama one-dimensional, DeQuinn says. Yep, you're right. And Alabama did not have a great running game this year. They, I don't remember much. Golf Whiz Kid says, Auburn baseball, I've heard Davis is going to get Friday night starts to begin. Very interesting. I mean, I can see that. Uh, I mean, didn't Casey? Casey started on Fridays. And Davis Daniels is going to be our, our oldest dude, and he's been there and done that. I guess you could maybe see putting uh, – and his name is 100% escaping me right now. Our other awesome pitcher from Decatur. What is his name? Come on, tell me. Tell me. What is his name? You're going to make me look it up. Uh, Auburn Pitching. Our All-American. Now you're all going to tell me in about 10 seconds after I've already found it. Because that's how the delay works.
Um, somebody tell me. But who's our other awesome pitcher? Not Tanner Burns. There we go, golf whiz kid. I don't know. I was thinking. Well, I was thinking Chandler. I was going to Chandler Burns. Um, yeah, I could see Tanner starting on Friday, maybe. But I guess it'd be good to have him on Saturday, and maybe possibly win the win the series on Saturday with him. I don't know. We've got some good options. Cody Greenhill. Maybe Peyton Glavin can get in there. Um, Tanner Burns is going to be good, though. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not – Davis Daniel, I don't – he he was – I don't know. There were parts last year I was like, eh, because he wasn't near as good as we thought he was going to be early on. But then later in the year, especially in the tournament, he brought it on. Uh, who's this? Driscoll Alex. Alex Driscoll says lots of AU fans have turned in these Bama fans at Wyatt at every little thing. I mean, we all live in Alabama. We're all the same people. That's really some people pull for Auburn, some people pull for Alabama. We all kind of really have the same fans. Problem is Alabama has more of them and so we get we see their worst more cuz they have more worst fans. It's just numbers. It's just math. And not that going to school makes you any better than any other fan, but Alabama also has a lot of people, a lot more people than Auburn that didn't go to their school. We all know this. Does anybody else think Will Holland and Bryce Brown kind of look the same? I kind of like think they're the same people. Connor Davis. Wait, I'm not thinking of the right person. <laughs> who else we got pitching? Ryan Watson. God, we got some baseball-looking players. They look like baseball players. Richard Fitz, think about that name, from Helena. He played against Sopalika last year. Saw him. Jack Owen, if he ain't a baseball player, nobody is, from California. All right. Um, I think I've been doing this over an hour now, and we're our numbers are dwindling. But any quick questions, I'll answer like I, I'm saying this, like my answers matter. I'll answer five more questions. Give me five questions. Still don't know where Auburn Einstein is. He loves to disappear. Um, did Jack Owen graduate? The baseball player? No, he's a sophomore, left-handed pitcher from Aliso Viejo, California. Number 44. I just happen to be looking right on the roster. Why didn't really ask that? All right. Four more questions. Signing day was fine. We got some people. Our class is top 11, 12. We have a defensive line that will scare everybody. Anybody else? Anybody else? Four more questions. Again. Like anybody care. Over under of Edward Julian on home runs this year. Twenty-four. <laughs> That's the first time I popped in my head. Hambone says, Do you ever wonder why Saban and Satan is only a minor letter difference while sitting on a toilet? The numbers are only a minor letter difference by sitting on a toilet? Or do I ever wonder that on a toilet? Um, I don't think I've thought that on a toilet. I have noticed, and I made a gif of this earlier, that BAM and Barn. When you with the correct font is only like a different 
it's in like two pixels. And that goes back to my earlier statement that being a bammer and a barner, not that a barner is a bad thing, but a bammer is, um, they're not that much different because we all live in the same state and we all have idiots. Alabama just has more of them. It's just math, plain and simple. When I used to write some things for AL.com in the Tiger's Corner, I wasn't really like, I did it for free. Uh, I wrote a thing about how Auburn is better than Alabama because Alabama fans, because Alabama has more fans that didn't go to their school than Auburn did. I need to find that. Auburn, Oregon score prediction. Wow, I just sat there and I was like, wait, Auburn, Oregon's playing? Yeah, they are. Next football game. Uh, 22-19. No, I'll say 31-16. And I don't know where the 16 came from. All right, that's three questions. No, that's, yeah, that's three. Two more. Auburn posted not too long ago, about an hour or so ago, the final class. It says the class is complete but the work has just begun it has colby wooden buck why do i feel like this first time i've ever heard that name tyler Fromm, tight end justin osborne oh well keandre jones oh well nehemiah pritchett db just sean sheffield wide receiver jalen simpson db luke deal tight end javaris johnson wide receiver owen papo linebacker dj williams running back cameron kelly db Bo Nix, quarterback. Zion Puckett, DB. I love that name. Derek Hall, Buck. Buck. Jaron Handy, DL. And the new boys. Cameron Brown, linebacker. Charles Moore, DL. Mark Anthony Richards, running back. Kamar Bell, offensive line. Octavius Brothers, linebacker. So there's our entire class. I guess we're not adding Petway from Arkansas to that list because he's a uh, graduate transfer. I guess that doesn't really count. But, yeah, that is, what, uh, 21 names. Yes, so we got 21. That's the class. All right, DeQuid says, do you think our defensive team will dominate this year? Well, we got to replace pretty much all our linebacker starters. So that's a little scary, but we have Papo. We have some people like maybe T.D. Moultrie who can stand up and play back there. Um, Jabuner. I think we have plenty, a lot that played in the bowl game. They got to play because we were winning by 4 million points, and they did well. So, I think we'll be all right there. DBs, probably about the same. I mean, they're going to get better with experience. And the defensive line might be the best in the country. And last question from NHJ2K. Do you think Cameron Brown could become like a Deshaun Davis? I don't know. I really have no clue. I mean, he's a three-star, so obviously not huge huge name um, but it's a good get and Deshaun Davis was kind of that same way Cameron is bigger than Deshaun Davis so he's not really dealing with that hey I've got to prove myself thing other than his rating I'm hoping the brother thing the family thing doesn't create expectations and that kind of messes it up but we'll just have to see okay I think I've talked straight for an hour and 30 minutes that's why my throat hurts and we're down to 10 people anyway. So, that was fun. 
I don't know. Again, I don't know where Auburn Einstein went. He thinks he's better than us. Uh, but I think I'll end it now. So, let me make sure I know how to end this thing. Uh, all right. So, that'll be it. National Signing Day is done. Auburn has uh, 21 guys that want to be at Auburn. And maybe one more coming with a guy from Arkansas. Uh, Auburn basketball plays LSU, who's ranked number 21, on the road this Saturday at 1 o'clock. It's going to be tough, but we can do it. And Auburn girls basketball plays Kentucky tomorrow night. And they're doing Tiger Talk from the game instead of at Bob's Vick Grill, if you were going to go. That is it. Bloggle spot number 221. Done. War Eagle.